I was I was gonna adjust that and like fade it out, but then mm-hmm. I realized that Dustin did it for us. Yeah, he didn't that nice fade for us at the end. Yeah. So, uh, do you like our intro music? I love it. That is by Dustin Edward Howard. We will not fail to give the man credit. I mean, he is a Grammy award winning musician, I believe. Yeah, that's my homeboy. Com- I've known I've known Dustin for a long time. We go back to the. Uh, the early 2000s uh, storage unit uh, band practice days. Oh, nice. Where, uh, there was a storage unit off of I-44 between Garnett and 129th. Yeah. They used to rent storage units to bands. Yep. And a ton of us had had storage units out there. And holy shit, man, that was some of the best times of my life. Partying out there, uh, just drinking, going from like unit to unit and just jamming with people. Like, oh, so fun. Yeah, it seems like a fun so time. Fun. And we could stay out. They would let us stay out there till 2 a.m. Yeah. Uh, wow. So, so great. That is now owned by another corporation that I used to work for. And ah. I used to have to send people to that exact place uh, because they're the only one who allows uh, their tenants to plug into the outlets. You pay an extra fee to get oh, electricity. electricity. Yeah. So... My name is Brad Breakfast. You're Hannah Backwards. This is Podcasting to Perfection. Who the hell is talking to us right now? Michael Zampino. Whoa. Welcome back. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to season two. (laughs) Whoop, whoop. Michael Zampino, co-host of the longest-running podcast in Tulsa, Opinions Like A-Holes, and the Longest running in Oklahoma until you tell me otherwise. Oh, fuck yeah. That's true, until proven. That's right. (laughs) Come come at me. Owner of our podcasting network, the OLA Ministries Podcast Network. Home to your favorite podcasts, I'm sure. Yeah, shit, there are so many now. There's quite a few. We got some good ones. We got Terrell back up there. We got uh, People, Persons, Paper Podcasts. We've got Stories with Mom. We got Max News. It's a fun time. Yeah. What a fun time to be alive. <laughs> Is Max News running again? Not yet, but we will get there. Good. Um, I'm excited. Lots it, of fun stuff to check out if you're looking for something to listen to. 100. Absolutely. We just did, uh, uh, speaking of uh, milestones, we just had our 300th episode of uh, OLA, Opinions Like A-Holes, and we introduced brand new artwork. It was really cute it's I mean, amazing in a good way I right no in a it's good amazing way. yeah no it yeah. was a good representation of both you I and i love it by zach raw local Ooh. artist yeah zach raw if you have not checked out his stuff he is amazingly talented he has a really cool style that's very comic book like um you know i think his I think a lot of his style stems from comic books and yeah, he's most well known for the uh, the Denny's waitress. That's right. Not he Denny's, did the uh, Waffle House. Yeah, the Waffle House Wendy. Oh uh, yeah. He, he did an art piece uh, based on that, and if you haven't seen that, Google that because it is amazing. Uh, he did a, a, a piece of art around based around that that ended up going viral. Um, and ended up going so viral that he got he ended up being put in touch with he didn't search it out he was put in touch with Waffle House Wendy herself uh, and they collabed on a t-shirt that he sold that's so sick yeah that's amazing yeah, yeah. I say they collabed basically she gave him the go ahead and yeah, and they used her like split the, and... the yeah and they 
based uh, figured out a percentage of. I think I saw that floating around too. Oh yeah, somewhere on the internet. Oh yeah, yeah. It went was, viral. It did. It went big. It was so that cool. Was, that's cool. Big upset. I didn't know we do that. That's good to know. Yeah, yeah, he's cool as hell. We've got the coolest fucking network in the world. You damn right. We do. Uh, <laughs> I I I listen to OLA every fucking week, and I have for years now since the first time you had me on it. Five years ago. Not wild. That is wild. Wow, that's been five years. Right after I exploded. Yeah. And I was like, I think I'm going to do comedy. <laughs> and this this dumb motherfucker gave me a chance. Yeah. Uh, I just was like, yeah, absolutely. You can come tell your story. And it, it was a good time. And it's been downhill from there. <laughs> For some of us. For some of us. Man, no, I love it. I love it. And uh, so we are, as I said, podcasting to perfection. This season, we're doing Starship Troopers. Uh, speaking of downhill. Yeah, we'll get the niceties out of the way because I'm about to be real mean. Hey, look, that's why we <laughs> this are... This movie. That's why we have you back. Um, last season, we did Tremors. Which Tremors movie did we have you on? Five. Five. The Jamie Kennedy joint. Yeah, and it's fucking awful. <laughs> so bad. Wasn't the first... Was it the first one that you appeared in? Uh, I believe so. It yeah, seemed like so. an introduction. Yeah. It uh, was, they had the uh, the Luke Skywalker reveal. Oh, yeah. Then that was you the are, first, like, his first appearance. Michael Gross was his daddy. <laughs> uh, so we'll get this uh, right out of the way. You, you've you seen Starship Troopers 1. Nope. I, no. God damn it. I, once again, I went in <laughs> having no knowledge of the franchise. Okay. Um, and so there was a lot of... A uh, lot of my notes are about, like, was this part of the lore? No. Uh, I knew that that was going to be the answer to most of it, because it feels like a movie that... that uh, Anytime you go seven years between the first and second movie, yes. mm-hmm. yep. a lot of shit's going to go wrong. A lot of there's going to be a lot of um, uh, continuity errors. And, and uh, it really seemed like somebody was just like, uh, yeah, they gave me the name Starship Troopers. And I just kind of did my own thing. So I mean, sort of. And we can, <laughs> we can get that all out on the table. So this the first movie I I, I do need to tell you is an excellent piece Here's of the satire. Thing. After I finished the first mm-hmm. or after I finished uh Hero of the Federation. Yes. I uh watched the trailer for the original and I was like this looks like fun. Yeah. That yes. looked like it was fun. They are Now new. I'm going to watch the original at some point each because movie, it looked like it was fun. Yes, each movie had its uh set its own tone com- and they were completely different from each other. Yeah. The first one is not like the the second. The yeah, first... I could tell just from the the trailer. It's shot completely differently. It it's I mean They had lighting. Yeah. <laughs> one of my notes in here is uh uh just muck up the screen with a bunch of gobbledygook so they can't tell how bad the effects are. Yeah, well, that okay. is a that is a a thing that they do in bad movies. So, so it's funny you mentioned that the first movie had a uh, what was it hundred plus million dollar budget. yeah hundred and seven million dollars yes yeah. directed by Paul Verhoeven mm-hmm. who you might know from RoboCop right and well they got Phil Tibbetts in this one who right. did all the robots in RoboCop right. Right, but, but it but is, he's a fucking puppeteer, not a director. And it was his first movie. Yeah, and, and he, it only got six point one million, so yeah. it got a fraction of the cost of the first. Oh yeah, it was clear from the trailer that the nineteen ninety seven Starship Troopers 
effects were far better than the 2004 sequel yes. that had access to better technology. And fucking Phil Tippett, who <laughs> later on did some amazing things with, with stop motion, just like he did in RoboCop and, and other movies. Uh, I mean, he had this like 10-year project that, that he did that was entirely stop motion that is um, insane, to say the least. Yeah, no, I think somewhere on here I have a note about like... Uh, how he should have stuck to stop motion because he's better at that than CGI. <laughs> well, <laughs> they, me that too. Yeah. So they gave this project to it. Well, they, okay. So uh, I can't, I'm, we'll probably get to it, but somebody came to him and said, I want you to direct the movie. Oh, the head of TriStar. Yeah. Okay. John Davids, which was the producer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And said, I want you to make a movie for $5 million. And he says, okay, fine. And TriStar comes back and says it has to be Starship Troopers. None of it was his idea. I don't want to condemn the man for this uh, tra- travesty. Yeah, well, he yeah. was handed a, 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 a hunk of junk. But he did know that... Who I wrote mean, the screenplay? It was going to be this. direct to DVD. Like, it wasn't going to have a theater. Um, That's clear. Yeah. And um, then, <laughs> I mean, we have a we have a quote by him. It says, our approach is we can't make a big spectacle war movie for five million bucks, but we can make a horror movie. Yeah, and well, so he, his his rebuttal to that was, okay, but it's going to be ten, uh, ten little Indians. Yeah, this is aliens, this is going to be aliens, but ten little Indians in a haunted house. Yeah, which mm. it is. It is absolutely that. If you're familiar with that. But let me say, that. mistake one is if you're going for a more of a horror movie feel. Uh, mistake one is having the music behind the intro sound like it was in, like, Down Periscope. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, Which, if you've never seen Down Periscope... That's a good uh, comparison. I right? I mean, that. there's another part where I wrote... Uh, uh, I wrote the... Oh, let me find it. Uh, the music doesn't match at all. Sounds like a transition scene from Billy Madison. <laughs> um, are you familiar with Ten Little Indians? The 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 rhyme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm gonna try not to say anything that gets our podcast canceled immediately. <laughs> Let's start there. Uh, That'll be pretty hard to do. <laughs> I've been shitting on Scientology real hard since day one, and they haven't come after me yet. So, well, that we know of. That we know They're of. They're yeah. probably in the street watching all of us right now. Squirrel uh, busters. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think we've ever done a single episode without bringing it up at least I once. Know, I know. It's, can't, it's, it's, can't it's like a rule. Yeah. Uh, so it's been adapted into stage plays, um, and it is a structure for. Uh, is it a short rhyme? No, not not. Or less like a counting song. Uh, it was a folklore. Ten song. little Indians jumping on the bed. One fell off and that's, bumped his head. So that's the that's an adaptation of the up original modern version. The yes. classed up, the less racist version. Yeah. Well, and no, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look, I am jumping ahead a little bit because sure, the sure. original title was was it had the n word in it. So of Starship Troopers two, no. <laughs> <laughs> fucking bold for fucking. 
So, Jeez, Louise, <laughs> settle down, Starship Troopers. That version is so racist that they had to change it to in- Indians for a minstrel show. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. But the idea... Oh, no. It's a solid horror movie uh, idea. You know, you've got ten to start with. You kill each one off. Uh, but in this case, you're not killing them. You're, you're invasion of the body snatching right. them. Yes. Right. And yeah. and I mean, it's honestly, because he compared it to Aliens, the sequel to Alien, uh, in that it's a lot, it's scaled back considerably. Mm. I think Aliens uh, is the better movie of the two. Uh, in this case, <laughs> I mean, obviously not. Well, the biggest, <laughs> the most recognizable actor in this film is Ed Lauder. Yep. yep. The dad from Gleaming the Cube. <laughs> Like, they only had enough to get Ed louder. Look, I I need, and I, I do need to give Gleaming the Cube credit. And I love that movie. I, yeah, but it uh, taught me how to pronounce the name Nguyen. Ah, Nguyen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, Nguyen. Nice. Nguyen. Yeah. Nguyen. Uh, you barely touched that Nguyen. N, but it's yeah. there. Yeah, it's there. And uh, as a telemarketer in mm-hmm. 2005, incredibly helpful. Yeah. So <laughs> thanks, Christian Slater. For sure. That <laughs> ended up being really Christian useful Slater. for me in uh, 1999 when I joined my ska band and my drummer was a guy named Viet Nguyen. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Shout out to Viet. <laughs> I'm sure he's an Because I got to be guy. like, I know how to say your name. Thanks a lot, Gleaming the Cube. <laughs> Is that that is an oddly specific thing to remember For about sure. maybe one of the strongest skateboarding movies of all time? Hell yeah! Shout out to uh, Rodney Mullen and Andy McDonald for doing the stunt skating. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I want to just real quick go over a couple of my early notes. Okay, go for um, it. And one of the first one was the down periscope music. Uh, the second note is y'all didn't tell me it was spiders. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No, it's fine. I thought uh, you had seen the first one. No, nope. and then I also afraid wrote, "Afraid of spiders." This is the second movie you've made me watch that starts with a commercial within the movie. Yeah, okay. because Tremors Five starts with a commercial it within does. the movie. Yeah, for for whatever, like cactus seasoning, something. Yeah, yeah. yeah Bert had his own line yeah. of something. <laughs> and then I wrote. <laughs> so uh, true. And then I wrote. Troop leader is a real dork. Uh, that was when we met Dill <laughs> for yep. the first time. Private Dill. Uh, and then I wrote. C- I guess. CGI is one step above Birdemic. <laughs> okay, so Private Dill's uh, counterpart in the first movie, Neil Patrick Harris. Much better casting. Yeah. They uh, had a lot more famous people in this universe. They couldn't afford NPH in this one. No, in this universe. Well, at that point, was he doing Doctor Horribles or starting it? He was probably starting. Seven is two, when this. Oh four, came right? Out. Oh, two thousand four. Yeah, two thousand four. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Two thousand four. Is that how I met your mother? No, that's, that's way later, later. Right? That's way later. Is it way late? When did How I Met Your Mother come out? I want to say two thousand ten. How I tricked your mother into. Marrying me, yeah. The, also, the premise for that show is just kind of weird to me. But yeah, no, it's it, it was tw- two thousand four is when the movie came out. I th- I think Doctor Horrible sing along blog was <clears throat> in early production. I'll have you know, How I Met Your Mother first aired in September nineteenth, two thousand five. God so damn! Right after this, okay. Wow. So 
That's way earlier than I thought. Yeah. Uh, so he definitely had already done. He like, had done enough to where he was about to get How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. So there's no way they're getting him for Starship right. Troopers. Yeah. Too. And then like Dr. Right. Horrible. He yeah. did that probably after. Or well, that's see that's that's my star moment for Neil Patrick Harris. It's not how I met your mother. It's Doctor. I obviously had a way different. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm a I'm a uh, I'm a Doogie Hauser boy. Yeah, I, I grew yeah. up on Doogie Hauser and Clara's Heart. Remember Clara's I Heart? Do not know Clara's oh, Heart. Oh, that's a movie with him and Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, okay. that's why I don't know it because she scares the shit out of me. Really? Yeah, no eyebrows. It, it it's terrible. She has terrified me since I was a child, and I can't get over it. Mm-hmm. No, uh, no eyebrows, and it's not alopecia. Yeah, it's it's a purpose. That's it, like she did it on purpose. Like it's a choice. Yeah, every maybe yeah. it's not. Maybe it's really really specific alopecia. <laughs> I mean, eyebrow alopecia. Eyebrow alopecia. Well, eyebrow alopecia. <laughs> I thought with, I, this, this is, is a real insensitive. early. Early memory, I thought she was a witch for some reason when I was like three. Oh, yeah. No. Okay. Probably because they made you think that in like a ghost or some movie. Yeah. I And who knows how Just I made a weird that experience association. with her at some point. Oh, because she was doing movies. like the tarot readings and stuff and maybe. ghost maybe. I could be mixing her up with Miss Cleo. <laughs> <laughs> now that I think there's about a com- it. There's a documentary about that lady now. I don't know. It might have been like a year or two old, but yeah, there's a documentary about that. It's pretty interesting. Well, for our podcast listeners, just a side note, listen to Fraudsters. Uh, It's a great podcast, and they cover the whole Miss Cleo thing uh, very in-depth, and it is uh, fascinating. But let's go ahead and get to... Satan's Anvil? Satan's Anvil. I don't know that. That's, That's a place... That they reference in the first scene of the movie. Gotcha. Right. Oh, okay. And I uh, wrote down Satan's anvil, question mark. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Like, there's always like a uh, geographical place in a movie called like the devil's backbone or like, yeah, you know, so Satan's alley or something. But Satan's anvil. This is weird because I wrote that in my notes as Satan's anthill. Ha <laughs> One of us is wrong, and either way, it's hilarious. I didn't question it. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't even uh, register in my. That's mind. also very silly. It is Satan's yeah. ant hill. But I was thinking about bugs. They would live in an ant hill. Okay. The whole place is dusty. I uh, imagine yeah. the inside yeah, of an ant hill is like not a dusty super old butthole. Yeah. A dusty old butthole. So <laughs> I don't know. In my head, I just went, no, that's fine. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. All right. I get it. Sure. I was real busy wanting to uh, find Dill and just drop elbows on him. Yeah. 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 No, he bothered me from the get go. Well, they make him unlikable and they do this thing. So where, that they can give him a redemption later. Yeah. But mm-hmm. they they make the guy that you want to not like be very effeminate. Yeah, that's oh, shitty. Yeah. I hate that. I hate that trope. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> let's see. Uh, I, I wrote, uh, the, the, here's three consecutive notes for you that are funny. Uh, is Dill getting a redemption arc? Question mark. Uh, then I wrote, Shepard has the tiniest smidge of blood on the side of his face, yet she is covered head to toe in blood. <laughs> and then immediately after that, I wrote, you done talk too much, Dill. 
And then I wrote, he's so annoying, they didn't even bother to body snatch him. They just slit his throat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they body snatched everybody else, but they were like, no, nah, we're just going to kill this yeah, motherfucker. No. He sucks. He needed to stop. Well, so the the very first guy they they kill off, um, his name is escaping me. Uh, K- Kobe? Kobe. Yeah, Kobe oh. beef. So there's a Kobe story. Bryant. We have a fact about that. There's a story there. So they originally, uh, I don't remember what Haji. One of the bitches' names is Soda. They they uh, called her Soda. They did. and I almost fucking canceled the show. <laughs> well, okay, so about Haji, they wanted and it to Kobe. Be an, they wanted the character to be an Indian dude named Haji. Yeah, mm. Sony was like. We need to widen our audience to the uh, to the Eastern market, so you you need to hire an East Asian character. So then they went from Haji to Kobe. Yeah. <laughs> Which, first of all, either one, I don't like reference. Like I don't like saying either one in reference to those people. No, uh, Haji is just a straight up racial slur. Yeah, hundred um, percent. And also, that guy is just like a Trevor or something. He's like a yeah Paul. Like yeah. he's just a normal dude. And they spend several minutes agonizing over this guy's death while the big dumb guy is like, you're going to be okay. (laughs) And and while Dill is like, I I need you to do this and this and this. Stop worrying about this guy who is actively dying while we are being overrun with giant arachnids and have a very small fighting force and could probably use everybody right Mm now. Uh, But you did, I forgot. Because you mentioned the commercial at the start, and it is the only use in the movie of this. Would you like to know more? Which is heavily featured in the first In the movie. first. Oh. You get like five or six different segments because they are made to explain or, I don't know, show what they're now doing to the arachnids and like the scientific, you know, or yeah, they yeah. do memoriams for soldiers. And like, it's so it's of, way more prevalent in the first. It's part of the infotainment uh, system that drives their whole media. Uh, it, it's like it, web TV. Well, and like the first one, based on the, the, the trailer, at least felt like it had a little bit more of like a... Maybe like an Iron Eagle feel where okay. it was like a, a, you know, you got like people training for whatever and like you've got your ragtag group that's put together of, of unlikely alliances or whatever. Sort of. We have this. Rico's Roughneck. So that and that is the ragtag sort of uh, crew. Um, the first movie is a very thinly veiled uh, critique of like. A U.S. Warren policy, right? Uh, attack first. Uh, Ask, Ask questions, questions never. Later. Yeah, Cla- <laughs> never. claim resources. Pretend like that was a, a shoot first, tell lies later. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and this movie is very much <laughs> America. This movie is not that. This this movie no. has none of the prescience. That it, it it does not. No, this has a little bit more bootlicky feel. If anything, it does. Yeah. It do- well, this movie is is completely, you well, know, its not, tone was just completely different. Not Iron Eagle, uh, Wolverines, um, uh, Red Dawn. Uh huh. That that's the feel. It's mm. you're you want to root for these guys. These mm-hmm. guys are undoubtedly the good guys. 
uh, in the first movie, they're not. They're they're all supposed to look like fascists. They're yeah. wearing literally SS uniforms in the movie. Uh, in this one, n- no, no, we, we lost all of that subtext, and it's bizarre to me. And we saw full on titties. In, we didn't in the second. We didn't see full full on in the first. No, was so, it just like a little flash of titty, like a side boob? Yeah, there was some side boob. Side boob. Mm-hmm. And but, then, like, shadows that would cover. and So the first movie... I will say Soda had nice tits. Yes. Yep. Very, very much so. The first movie... Uh, Good for you, Soda. <laughs> we talked with Eric about this. We This was all our, our first R-rated movie. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Mine was Demolition Man. That's a good one. Uh also Actually, I take that good. back. The Lost Boys. The Lost Boys. Yeah, that was my first. No titty in Lost Boys. No. No. Wait, wait. Was that rated R? Maybe that was PG thirteen. PG thirteen. And maybe it was Demolition Man. Yeah. Well, I remember having to ask if I could watch it because it was rated R, and I remember the thing at the beginning of HBO. You know, it would come up and it would say like adult language or whatever, and it said yeah. brief nudity. And uh, I remember I I just. Based on the trailer, I was like, I think it's just because they show Sylvester Stallone's butt when he gets frozen. And my mom was like, fine. And then there was a scene of full frontal nudity. Uh, it, yeah. Although it was like a half a second long. Yeah. But little, little like 14-year-old, however old me, I was like, <gasps> joy. <laughs> just enough. Well, my, just enough. That's my all you need. fifth grade buddy was like, you got to go see this movie. There's a lot of boobs in it. And I was like, hell yeah. And so went and saw it. Uh, and this one, no, no, none of that payoff uh-uh. for the bad acting and uh, weird plot that I did not understand. Yeah, the nudity grade. was so off placed. Like, yeah, they have a whole scene where she's trying to fuck somebody and she's clothed. Yet they, the first time you see her naked, she's just waking someone up with a picture like a fucking creep. Right. Yeah. Oh, God. And then that lady wakes up and has almost no reaction. It's just like, huh, that's just soda being weird again. Right. Let's get out of here so they can fuck, apparently. Yeah, well, and... Is... Not even a breath of like, hey, you're with somebody. Uh, Wouldn't it be weird if I was to leave you in the room with this naked girl that's not your girlfriend? Yeah. 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 So... And and we don't know much about her, just that she acts real weird. Uh, the entire time she was like hovering over the other lady, butt ass naked, and I'm like, why does she remind me of like every German foreign exchange student I've ever met? Is that yeah. weird? No, I get that. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh my god! So I I forgot about this part. So there's the scene where like. Uh, Shepard and the other people come back from their, like, whatever they were doing, right? Well, yeah. And then the young guy says, and he's such a shitty actor, it was so funny. He says, the little blonde kid, I, mm-hmm. I forget his character's name, he says, I wonder who didn't make it. I hope it's not Goldie. He was real nice to me that one time, you know? Yeah. Did they try and then uh, uh, my immediate next note was, oops, Goldie definitely died. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. That is a weird dialogue choice. The loudspeaker voice made me cackle. Uh, the, 
the what, voice of the loudspeaker when it's like say? perimeter fire That's it. or something. Yes. Like, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so goofy that voice. What? So did did you guys fully understand what this machine is supposed to do? No, because it seems very unsafe. It's supposed to. It, yeah, it's supposed to just be. Like, I think it's one of those things where they're trying to mask it in confusing bullshit because yeah. they don't know what it really is. They're like, we're just kind of positing that they've built this sort of defense structure. Thing. structure. Yeah. yeah, we need to defend this. So let's repeatedly nuke our own base <laughs> as uh-huh. a defense. Yep. Smart. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. Because the guy that they, they find, the murderer. Yeah. So like when what they is, when they I, finally get into their structure, they find somebody in the, the I guess the furnace. Technically. It was the incinerator. Yeah, yeah. they had yeah. just locked him in it. Yeah, yeah. For and his name is Dax. 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 Uh, the hero of the Federation. But yeah, I mean, even the names of some of the people I I saw there was a desert theme because there's a Sahara. private Sandy. There's a private Sahara. Uh, and soda. Sandy's and real name soda. was like Sandra Lee or something, and I was like, "Oh, someone couldn't remember a character name, so they were like, what if we just call you Sandy because that's your name?' Because <laughs> that's your name. Uh, that we do need to address that one of the uh, one of the characters was in the first movie as a different character. Yeah. So the person who played Sergeant Rake. Uh, Brenda Strong is the actress. Mm-hmm. Um, played Captain Deladier, or how oh, I'm yeah, not sure. I, yeah, I don't remember. But she uh, is the one that appeared as um, uh, the captain of the ship. Smoking yeah. the cigar. Yeah. No. 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 Okay. So in, in, the, the, in this movie, who was she? In uh, she was the Sergeant Rake. She was the strong female, the one that like fought it to the end. Yes, and yes. then blowed her own head off. Yes. That was a good gag, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the only gag. like. Well, the the like her falling down and her like brain guts falling yes. out. Yes, that was like one of the few things where I was like, oh, that that was a pretty decent little gag, little thing. Yeah. In the first movie, Brenda Strong played uh, not only a different character; she's in a different branch of the military. She and she's like. A uh, higher up, she she is the uh, well captain uh, of a ship, of like one of the. I so don't know. did her character die in the first one? No. no. Then why not just say she's that character and that she's been on this thing or something? No idea. What I want to know is how she booked this second movie and was and, and at no point was like, yeah, I was in the first one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, she must have been real fucking hard up for money. Because she kept quiet. She had to have kept quiet about it the entire time. Mm-hmm. Like, just needs the work. Nobody will notice. Nobody's going to see this. Nobody cares enough. Except that they showed it on sci-fi nonstop. When, uh, when Blonde Girl woke up, I had three immediate notes that were, do sleep comas make you super horny? Yeah. And then the next one was, she wants to fuck and you make her do push-ups? And then the next one was, she wakes up other girl naked and home homegirl has zero questions. Yeah. And then yeah. I wrote, okay, so she's a bug now. Now it's invasion of the body snatchers. Yeah. I yeah. also laughed really fucking hard uh, when the very first guy walked up and she goes, what happened to your fingers? <laughs> well, yeah. So we find actually a new kind of bug. We didn't get this bug in the first. That's a whole other thing. So they've now evolved and it seems like they've gotten smarter since they've had these interactions the with humans. The little larva. Yeah, so it's uh, they call it a control bug. Yeah, 
And it makes everybody crave sugar, which is actually a nod to... Sugar water. Yeah. That's exactly what they put it in for. It was an homage to Men in Black. Yeah. Uh, Do we want to talk about how... Water. Sugar. Sugar. Which is an amazing Vincent D'Onofrio. Thank you. well, yeah, and that is that is a great impression. But that that but, character, yeah, people sleep on that. Uh, oh, D'Onofrio's range is amazing. Yes. I love him. Uh, do we want to talk about how Dax uh, controls uh, the entire battlefield with the efficacy of a basketball coach? Because uh, it got it's got to be louder than a whistle, right? Yeah. How loud is a whistle? Uh, amongst all that noise. Unhearable. Yeah. yeah. Inaudible a- a- completely. Amongst a huge sandstorm yeah. as well. Yeah, you aren't you're not gonna hear that shit. So yeah. just like fucking traveling, except uh we're gonna <laughs> nuke this base. Yeah, basically. Well and it's Get down. funny those storm clouds, due to their budget, they were just toilet paper tubes with cotton stuck to them and oh, someone would slowly yes. move it forward. Bill Tippett is a, an effects master. Yeah, and yeah. Then they just darkened and layered it digitally later. See? Just what I said, muck up the screen mm-hmm. so they can't tell. Yeah, the guy who created Ed two oh nine. Which yeah. I mean looking back does look a little jarring and weird. It looks but... like a uh, uh, Clash of the Titans exactly. level. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's cheap stop motion. I mm-hmm. love that shit. I do too. Well, and it was also different in this one that we had a psychic traveling with the soldiers because in the first one, we didn't really see psychics much. They would just get the info from them, but they yeah. weren't oh, really the, on the... the psychorps? Bo- yeah. They weren't, they weren't really so yeah, so in, part of like battle battle. In the first movie, they basically stay hovering above the battle and, and they're literally just intel. And... In this movie, they send this guy, who seems to have no combat training, uh, no weaponry. And then put him in charge. Yeah. And oh, put Dill? Him in charge. Dill, yeah. yeah. Uh, and when they do let Dax out, Dax is creepy as hell, right? Oh, yeah. Literally I mean, yeah. the hero of the movie. Uh, Except we're supposed to think he's a hero because he doesn't fuck the lady when she's trying to fuck true. him. That's so true. he's obviously a great guy. And he, and he's not a douchebag. He's actually nice, and he yeah. listens to Sahara. Yeah, and then, like the but psychic chick. He um, says some real, and this this is just going back to the bad dialogue. I think written for the movie. Oh yeah, it's the uh, dialogue is insane. Hurry up, Spud. We need fresh meat for the grinder. Yeah, yeah. That that's was, the last line of the film. Yeah, and, and what no, that I wrote wasn't, that wasn't Dax. That was just bad right. dialogue. But yeah. I wrote, I wrote that uh, they say this to the to her, the one survivor who apparently gave them the knowledge with which they've built this shrine to Dax. Yeah, and and her thanks is, hey, hurry up so we can kill your baby. Yeah. But yeah, because Dax says something. It's like um, a general's tell will only like only will tell will tell you when to die, or will tell troopers when to die. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and that was, and he has his tone about the military too changed, which was different. He was like now the one that thought negatively about everything that they were doing, and actually had like guilt towards it. Well, the whole time they're like, "Hey, you were locked up." They keep trying to give him benefit of the doubt, like. Like, you're locked up, but it's probably for, like, no reason. And he's like, no, I killed that guy. They're like... Yeah, yeah he goes, no, I definitely killed him. You, you had good reason, right? And he's like, 
I, I killed that guy. Yeah, no, he, I need uh, you to understand. I killed that guy. <laughs> he true. says, uh, and the guy's like, uh, oh, well, then you'll surely hang. But for now, you're chill. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Also, my favorite I'm line, I think. You an, an officer again, but you're going to stand trial when yeah. we get back. I think my favorite line in the whole movie is when Dax says to Dill, uh, shove it up your Buster Brown. Which, <laughs> what instance hilarious. was that? Yeah. It was like right at their first meeting when he's like, he's like trying to fucking bow up on him and be like, well, I'm in charge and you were in the incinerator. And he's like, well, you can take all your blah, 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 blah and shove it up your Buster Brown. And also right after that, I wrote uh, Dill gets two for flinching. <laughs> That seems awfully like Archie comics. Yeah, exactly. For a guy who the whole um, again, I killed a man. Yeah, and he's like, I killed a man in the 1950s. Okay, <laughs> when we said shove it up your Buster Brown, which I what might about start all those war medals. I might start saying that. Uh, hey, just go shove it up your Buster Brown, buddy. It, it is Facebook friendly. It reminds me of <laughs> of a Terrell Norton bit. Uh, you like. There, he, he was at a grocery store. So I'm going to butcher this. He's at a grocery store, and uh, for whatever reason, a guy is, like, uh, trying to be threatening and calls him bucko. Mm. He's like, I couldn't take you seriously after you called me fucking bucko. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. That, what am that, I supposed to do with that? Yeah. Uh, so here's w- what blows my mind. Dax knows why he killed this man he sure. knows he knows that there are control bugs taking people's brains and he kills a guy because he's under control of the mm. bug doesn't tell anyone nope. about this the entire time uh-huh. that seems like really important information are egg caps like, a thing egg caps yeah what the fuck is an egg cap i don't I, yeah i don't know there's the scene where they're like looking for stuff in the kitchen and she finds the cigars, and he finds the sugar cubes. She's like, we got, there's some meat, there's some blah, blah, And she goes, some egg caps. And I was like, what the fuck is that? Are we trying to, like, space posit food. that they have made up space food yeah. or some shit? It's I hate when they do that food. shit. I hate when they just, like, make shit up. I also wrote down um, uh, uh, one of the things he said where he was like, uh, switch to, oh, what does he say? Switch to oh, fuck. <laughs> Shift to command frequency. When they're like trying to talk to somebody and he's like trying to come through and he's like, Okay, that didn't work. Shift to command frequency. That's not a thing. Yeah, why aren't you already on it? Command doesn't have a different frequency. There's it's ju- you just either it's you found someone or you didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Why isn't he going through all the different frequencies while he's trying to get a hold of people? Yeah. Uh, um, I also, no, egg caps are not a thing. I just Googled it. Google yeah, thinks not. I'm talking about egg cups. Exactly. It's like, what? You made a mistake. Can we talk about adults, adult couples in movies chasing and tickling each other? <laughs> like laughing. And literally and like, saying, he says, gonna get you. Gonna get you. So, fuck off. Yeah. So like yeah, the two lovers were uh, Sandy and uh, Sandy and Horton. 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 Fuck off. And so yeah, they like when they all separate and stuff to go like clean or try to get the comms back on or do whatever they like go run off and hide. They're going in the having dark a, having a tickle party, giggling. Yeah, yeah. 
So like, and then they start the making. Well, then they start making out, which I'm like, okay, fine, you're adults, you can make out. But Do that. Yeah, the other part, we don't need that. That's not. Do, do you have you ever tickled your hot wife, Michael? No, she would no. fucking freak out. <laughs> Shit, yeah, she'd like beat you to death. So I tickled. She would definitely be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, like stop. I me. Uh, drunkenly tickled an ex once. Uh, we, I mean, we were hammered, like laying in a hammock, and I tickled her, and she farted, and it was so foul that I couldn't make eye contact with her, and I had to break up with her. <laughs> I have not tickled a person since then. Yeah, no, and I think we had a conversation. I was like, and by the way, yeah. don't just don't do that ever. Yeah, no, and yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 as, a, as a sober person, I'm not going to do that because that's an insane thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> I just found one of the things I wrote down was, are there vests made of old tires? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they look like they were. They definitely they do. do. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I, I mean, love, I also, I'm sorry, I also wrote, I love watching bad actors try to stutter when they introduce Peck, and every time there's a bad actor trying to do a stutter, it's always the same thing, it's always like, no, 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 I did it, and it's like, yeah. that's not how fucking stutters how are stutters at work. all. Um, and it was the guy who looks Peck. like two other characters, he was the one that went crazy first and got like. Well, yeah, he was the decayed. first one that I was. I wrote down like Peck has some weird shit going on. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember what his actual name is, but he. It, but then he turned yeah. into a Peck puppet. Yes, at the end. Well, yeah, when they well they they took. He his, was clearly a puppet at his, that at that very end head, scene where yeah, where, where they, they rip his head off. Or when the guy was carrying his body and they show up in the doorway. That brief scene of him in the doorway. That actor is operating that. I, I guarantee it. Okay. I guarantee you that's what's happening in that scene. And I was like, that's fucking hilarious. The body double for him was interesting. I have so funny. one more. Wait, what is this? I, I put something else on the soundboard. And I think it's the perimeter. No. Get out of here now! <laughs> that was from the first one. That was from the first one? Yeah. Why did I put it on this one? I don't, it was on from the first one. Okay. Oh, it noted. <laughs> I uh, I wrote down. Good thing the emergency black lights came on. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, <sighs> no power, and then their backup is a is, is black purple, lights. Is purple it's fucking lights. party lights. <laughs> yeah, that's, everybody could see your mustard stains and your gross teeth. That's another trope, right? Yeah, black lights. The the like literally lights that we cannot see. Yeah, it's not on the visible spectrum. And for some reason, they keep putting that in, in movies is, hey, when everything is going wrong, let's go ahead and do one uh, terrible, one more terrible thing. <laughs> let's just make know. it extra dark. Yep. Do you know much about radar? I do. Like the radar when it spins around? Yes. Does it show you the actual shape of the thing coming at you? No. I didn't fucking think so. No, actually. So they get sl- like surrounded. I can get. Yeah, and it just, you see on the radar the exact shape of the arachnid things. Yeah, so I can I can go into more detail about that. Uh, that's why, that, like, early radar especially, they couldn't tell the difference between, like, bomber jets and geese. So... <laughs> No, it would not yeah, show exactly. the shape of the thing unless they just made the blip the shape of the thing. Yeah. Like, let's just make this LED arachnid shaped. Oh, one of my favorite parts is after a blonde girl kills the first guy. I didn't know they were doing the body snatching thing just yet. And so I thought that she just like 
you know, uh, did a mouth murder. And I wrote wrote down Sandy's upset because her boyfriend just got murdered by Frenching. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Hard kissing. And then, you know. That's just weird. She My favorite really thing was that face off. was that actor when she's coming in and he got to the open mouth way too early. Yep. I don't know if you noticed that, but he was doing that way too much and, and for too long before she came in for the kill. Yeah. He's never kissed a person before. I was about to say, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a guy that's like, oh my God, it's happening. Well, they stopped it at tickling before. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Like, all he's ever known is tickle fights. And the... <laughs> fucking prude. The, the Dork. S- how he dies uh, was really jarring to me because it looked like she was throwing up into his mouth. Hunter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was real gross. Just baby birding murder. Well, and then we didn't so know. So gross. And then so I was like, wait, what? Did he did he just die? Like what is happening? Yeah. This woman has the ability to kill by half swallowing a double ended dildo and then regurgitating <laughs> it into his esophagus and choking just him to choking death. Him. Well and then isn't so he the it's one? It's a high like, difficulty level. It, it's his impressive. Fingers turned yeah. black and she like she touched him and then saw this like horrible yeah, yeah. future where bugs were are going to use humans as weapons. My favorite part is when Peck's fingers came off an old dude's mouth. That made me wretch. Yeah. yeah. Otter was that the guy's name? Something like that. It's the always that when bandana, it's a fat guy. It's aces with or something. What did he say? I think I wrote it. Anything you need is aces with me. Yes. Yes. That is that is a thing that no one's ever said out loud ever. That's another thing I'm going to start saying. It's another 1950s no, line in here. Buster Shove it up your Buster Brown, and anything you need is aces with me. Uh, I shut up. I think it was Otter because I think it's I insulting. giggled because uh, I explained to an old boss because. My, uh, my boss at another company was a gay man, a little gay man, and he and one day I was like, I was like, yeah, that guy's a bear, and he was like, what's a bear? And I was like, how are you a forty year old gay man? You don't know what a bear is. And then I had to explain otters, and I uh, also explained Donald ducks. Anyway, this is a very <laughs> strange. A Donald duck is a guy who just got out of the navy. Yeah. Uh, oh, I thought it was just when you were had nothing on but a t-shirt. No, didn't we decide that was, Winnie, that was the Winnie the Pooh? Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. And Porky Pigging is when you're doing that, but you're fucking. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> Thank you, I didn't know that. Well, that, we can't forget, Porky Pigging is also... <laughs> when you go down on a girl. Thank you, my bit ma'am. Shout out. <laughs> oh god. Oh, I hate both of you. <laughs> um so Don't spend too much time around me, trooper. I'd hate to end up wearing your tags. <laughs> yeah, it's well good shit. he likes to carry the guilt, it seems. There uh the whole movie there's a, a secret psychic. We haven't addressed <laughs> that. No, I yeah. also wrote down Fleet Lieutenant Mary Klingoff. You didn't have the balls to call her Klingon? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, so I guess she's the one that ended up touching Dax and been like, no, he's good. Like, he's letting him out. secret psychic? Yeah. Right, yeah. Uh, but she says she's confident that the guy who keeps admitting to murder is fine. But then when Dill is like, so you're a psychic. And she's like, yeah, but I'm not a good one. Yeah. 
She's like, I, I, I pretty much suck at it. I but. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm a terrible she... psychic. I get most of my predictions wrong. In fact, nine out of ten murderers I free are are just murderers. <laughs> but uh, this guy's listen, fine. This one's A-OK. He's aces <laughs> with me. Hey, is a fruit fly like a term for like Navy people or something? No, a fruit fly... Because sh- there's the part where Shepard gets on the horn and he's like arguing with lady with the uh, fleet lieutenant Mary Klingoff, and she calls him a jarhead, and he calls her a fruit fly. Okay. So I was like, oh well, is fruit fly like a you know like a because jarheads for like a marine? Yeah. I was like, was fruit fly for like the navy or no. something or air force or something? No, a fruit fly. Okay, in my in in my world, I should. I'm going to take ownership of this before I say this probably offensive thing. Fair. A fruit fly <laughs> is uh, sometimes a middle-aged woman who keeps the basically the only the company of gay men. Okay, uh, that is a fruit fly. There's another much more. I know the word. Term. Yeah, it ends with hag. Yes, but we 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 adopted fruit fly to describe the group of. Uh, Christian women who lived below us when I was in college because they just they want to hang out with us all the time uh, and go through my DVDs and watch <laughs> and watch like Sure Bus and uh, which is a it's a gay movie I don't want to again trying not to be too offensive here. sure 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 uh, and like you know Velvet Goldmine but when we got drunk they didn't want to they didn't want to bang. <laughs> It's true. Because, well, that that's yeah, why they that's... hung out with us. Because even though they thought our lifestyle was sinful, they uh, they knew we were safe. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's fair. So there's the scene where a bunch of them have, have already body snatched, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And then they're all outside. And they draw just a regular ass star in the sand. Yep. And I was like... I've this movie is insulting. It like looks his... like the cover of Big Star's self-titled debut. I was like, it looks like a Starbelly Sneech. Like, yeah, <laughs> that was... level of a star, like, like a children's book. Yeah, star or the cover, uh, another al- album, Twenty One Twelve. No, it wasn't even that good of no, a star it wasn't. because it didn't have all the crisscrosses. Yeah, this was like this a was fucking like gold like star, like you get on. Star. Yeah, this and is like the outline of what you that? got on your spelling test. Yeah, like and well, it this <laughs> on your spelling <laughs> test. Um, I mean, and first of all, I couldn't draw a star like that that well with a stick in the sand. Yeah, yeah not yeah, like no, that. It looks like the logo for uh, famously slept on. 70s alt rock band Big Star. Ah. I Alex dig. Alex Chilton. Okay. Uh inspiration for the replacements. Uh when you guys oh. when you goes when you guys go back watch this again, uh 52 minutes 22 seconds. Um I have never ever seen an actor look for their mark in a more obvious fashion. It is so clear that this actress is going from a crouched position to having to go backwards to leaning on a counter to have a conversation with the cigar smoking Uh lady. And she does a full on all the way head tilted down, (laughs) find your spot and then stand on that spot with purpose and fold your arms and lean on the counter. Time for my lines. I fucking nailed it. (laughs) Okay, It's so funny to me. 
Is that like right when she finds out that or Rake's like you're pregnant because I she think it's right. It's that conversation. Okay. It's that conversation. So it's like when they, you know, she's like, I haven't had vision since I hit puberty, and then she's like, Well, pregnancy can, you know, pregnancy does you weird things to women. Kids, yeah, one of you is is psychic and that's heightened during pregnancy, and then she, all of a sudden she's like, Oh shit, I'm pregnant. Well, she and then keeps smoking cigars around the no, pregnant woman. Well, yeah. Well, just fuck her. They're all going to die. No, let's talk about the fucking cigars. Because we're talking about all these tropes. And that is the, I, I think, biggest trope is, uh, uh, like, the leader of a battalion of some sort uh, being, like, way too into cigars. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. she finds them. Okay, why do they have just cigars in parchment paper? Uh, and It was like they were vac sealed. Oh, because she right, had to like right, hard. Right. She way yes. too overzealous in opening that thing too. That's yeah, right. Like it's not that hard to cut through fucking vacuum seal. She, she like stabs the table and like. Yeah. Cuts How it many open. movies have I seen where the like the baddest of badass soldiers is like smoking a cigar the entire time? Because that's tough and rough and cool. You ever held a cigar in your mouth, Michael? It's gross. It's gross and it sucks. Yeah, it tastes, tastes bad. Yeah, it's hard to do. It gets all do. mushy. They're really big. It's yeah. like... Then they're always like chewing on them. Yeah. It's like you're you just swallowing tobacco. Yes. Yeah, That's you, gross. You're slowly poisoning yourself with yeah. like... Ugh, that's yeah, that's icky. true. And, and, and this is to say I've smoked a few cigars that I yeah. thoroughly enjoyed, but I also don't just walk around with it hanging out of my fat fucking mouth. <laughs> Just to prove how like great of a man, how you cool, are, yeah, you know, how much of a manly man I am, and how I know the names <laughs> of different tools and stuff. This one really turns the tables because it's a woman who smokes cigars. Yeah, yeah. And she's the only one in that entire movie that actually ever touches or smokes a cigar. This what is... was in the syringes that kept her from? Getting body snatched for a while. See, I wasn't sure. I thought it was they the never... same thing they gave Soda when she was in her coma. But no, they it... just let her sleep, and then oh. and then eventually they were all sitting around her, and they were like, "Hey," hey. and she like, just like, okay. "Oh, oh, what a great nap!" And I was like, "I thought she was in like a fucking coma. She wakes up like she was just like she just took just, a long yeah, just nap. fell asleep yeah. for a while." Yeah, because they called her Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, but I'm like, it would have taken 30 seconds of exposition to be like, you know, we have this formula that w will, you know, stave off the poison of the bugs for a while or something. That is true. They don't really They explain. don't talk about it at all. And they're just, she's just like, oh, here's a bunch of syringes. And then she walks up with a bunch of them sticking out of her ass. So, the, yeah, <laughs> I've, I looked it up just now. Uh Having infected her, the bugs ignored Rake, not noticing that the sergeant had stabbed herself with multiple syringes to slow down the control over her body by the bug. They don't explain it. Yeah, just multiple syringes. Yeah, we didn't miss it. Filled with what? Bug poison. Heroin. <laughs> <laughs> Drugs. I mean, that will slow down just about anything. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, and then, you know, they're like, well, where's the bugs? You know and she's what goes, like, it's in me, and then yeah, yeah. boom. You know what goes, goes great No, she says it's inside, and he says, inside the building? And she says, no, inside me. But I, and then she shoots herself in the fucking head <laughs> yeah, with a shotgun. What <laughs> goes great with the cigar? Heroin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because heroin goes great with everything. I don't it's know true. You've ever done it. It's fucking dope. Yeah. No. 
That's why I'm they call okay, it dope. <laughs> That's why they call it. I'm okay though. I'll take no, your word for it. No, you're. I'd, I'd prefer if you didn't okay. do it. <laughs> Listeners, don't do heroin unless you're going to get uh, controlled by a bug. Then do. I don't care what you do. Also, well, then, can we talk about the slow motion shot of her decapitating that one guy? Uh, yes. They've never done any. This is another thing they do in these movies where, like, you you have one shot of a thing where it completely changes like the style of cinematography you never do it before or after you never establish like hey sometimes when there's an intense thing we do this thing and that's our style and we do that through the movie uh-huh. you know and it was the one they did it one time when she's chopping this dude's head <laughs> off with a meat cleaver it's all they could afford yeah, it was so like great. all their um, special effects went to that one scene to get the blood. And they were like, the how are we going to make this look more intense? Yeah. And they were like, just slow-mo? Well, and it wasn't that gory for something. I feel like we saw more blood in the first oh, absolutely, not being a horror movie mm-hmm. than we did in the second. Well, so They just... spent most of their budget on Ed Lauder, so... Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. He was $3 million. And exactly. Of their six. The... And he was not in the whole thing either. Like, Mm-mm. he was kind of in and no, out. No, they had him for three days. <laughs> It, so he was on set for three days max. That might actually make sense, like with the the lady trying to find her mark. Like they might have just not done any second takes. Yeah. Oh man, no, hundred percent. This is this, this is this is a movie where the 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 secret psychic is one of the principal actresses in this film. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's one of the principal characters in this film, and there's a shot of her. Finding her mark yeah. harder than I've ever seen in my life. And it's like, no, this is just a movie filled with a bunch of really bad actors and Ed Lauder. And have, did and you go look at any of the other work of any of the actors? No. Just Ed Lauder. Yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't. Um, maybe I can now. I think I've got their IMDb page up. Um, uh, oh, I also wrote down, ha, the old bug in a microwave gag. <laughs> right takes it out well and then like chops off the head and then continues chopping like it, all of it came out and then she throws it in the microwave and then it explodes mm-hmm. i i think it was done better in like idle hands <laughs> right i knew you would know that reference Fuck yeah well, hand in the microwave go okay. go buffalo <laughs> uh, I also wrote down when uh when sandy's all uh all going cuckoo and uh, she's singing, and I wrote down, Itsy Bitsy Spider, really? <laughs> Fuck you, movie. That is my exact Itsy note. Itsy Bitsy Spider, question mark, really, question mark. Fuck you, Fuck movie. You movie. You know, no, uh, so I think that was that was a thing in, in movies to seem creepy for, like, a couple of years. Is that kind Oh, just creepy singing nursery rhymes? Yeah. Yes. Because yeah. now that I'm thinking about it, I can... Where else did I see, did I see somebody do that? Well, Literally, you're probably we're Itsy probably Bitsy thinking Spider. of of oh not maybe not in Super Spider, but I mean uh, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, yeah. N- one, two, Freddy's coming for you. Oh, that's yeah. definitely Three, one. Four, better lock your door. Five, six, grab your goose <laughs> oh, Thanks for it's, that whisper. You're welcome. There's a little ASMR my, for you. In my head. I cannot think of it, uh, but no, it's It'll not come that. To you. It might, yeah, like two days from now. Yeah, while I'm trying to go to mm-hmm. bed. Yep. 
Uh, we should we should get a move on. But uh, yeah, um, I mean, well, then after like she explodes after she sings it. Like I don't know, was she holding a bomb or something? But they get to the roof. Who and knows? Then the general follows them, but then they kill the general. He falls off the roof. Yes. And uh, then there's room on the chopper, but inexplicably, he's like, "No, I need to stay here and die." And his line is, "Murderers don't go home." Yeah. What? And, well, so I I read that as uh, he knows that if he goes home, they're going to hang him. So he'd rather have control. I, I feel like getting ripped apart by bugs is worse than getting hanged because at least he can like plead his case. Like, no, we discovered a new kind of bug and they make people eat sugar cubes and it was real <laughs> fucked up. So I had to kill that guy. But yeah. Yeah. no, yeah, he doesn't ever. That's interesting. Maybe he just feels bad. That I didn't actually question it because it was yeah, to give was like, him the blaze back. of glory moment. Yeah, it was just, it was just yeah. stupid and unnecessary. Die though a hero it, that way, they basically were like, "We have no real reason for him to need to die, but it makes him more heroic if he does die." Mm-hmm. So let's shoehorn this bullshit in. Yeah, here. well, yeah. and then that, that's when they added that whole like meat grinder. Yeah. Comment. Oh, then I yeah I wrote the movie ends with someone saying, "Hurry up, Spud! We need fresh meat for the grinder." To her baby, after she go ahead. Hurry up, Spud! We need fresh meat for the grinder. Says that to her baby after she allegedly gave them all the vital info that led them to hailing Dax as the hero of the Federation. Yep. I'm rooting for the bugs now. <laughs> Well, the way he said it was so gross. Creepy. And the look on her face, and then she she turns around and runs away, and then they end the fucking movie. Right. She turns around and runs <laughs> yeah. away as if only just now she realizes, wait, they may not be all good. And it's yeah. like, haven't you been slowly realizing this through the whole film? Yeah, like, she has so many talks with Dax about all of that. You're the lone survivor <laughs> yeah. from a several-day-long nightmare. Yeah. And you, you like just see my, realize my very last note. I do not care for this film. Period. <laughs> <laughs> okay, enough. Yeah. No, but it, no, it it it's bad uh, compared to the first movie. It it really is significantly worse. It makes me real ready for the third one. Yeah, just On the, to also see how either different it'll be or similar to either the yeah. first or second. Yeah, on today's podcast, uh, on the. Uh, plugs segment I told everybody to look forward to hearing me on your show and uh, said we were going to talk about super or super troopers I did starship it. troopers too and uh, and Hilton said uh, brief not brief brief synopsis no spoilers good or bad and I said it's pretty hard to make the second film in a franchise look and feel like the fifth yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and that is what this film did. It did. It was the second in the series, but felt like it should have been the fifth. It had the budget, the plot, the acting, and everything that you would see in a fifth sequel. It was that bad. Yeah, it was. It it reminded me. Except no Jamie Kennedy. It reminded me of. Uh, <laughs> Thank God. Well, first of all, so. I think it would have improved this movie. Like, Tremors 5 yeah. is fucking gem after this one. Honestly. Well, just because there's a... Because Tremors 5 was at least fun. 99% chance Jamie Kennedy would have been killed because they would not have made him the lone survivor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, For sure. 
this movie is a horror film compared to a sci-fi satire. Uh, satire, yeah. uh, which subversive was the first one. sort of. Yeah, like you said, it was sort of a subversive. T- uh, yeah. A strike at the the military industrial complex and, and American imperialism. It's just more of Paul Verhoeven telling us he doesn't care for American culture yeah. Yeah. or the police. Yeah, yeah, the military. But this. Movie, hey, listen, I'm kind of with you, Paul. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, RoboCop one is a uh, fantastic film. Starship Troopers one, fantastic film. This movie is not bad. Uh, uh, no, the, RoboCop Two is a masterpiece compared to Starship Troopers Two. Yeah, yeah. They did not lose all of the tone in RoboCop Two. And I no, think- RoboCop Two was still a RoboCop movie. Yeah, this was not a Starship Troopers movie. Right, RoboCop Three, I will argue, is a kids movie. But they were going <laughs> to launch into a cartoon afterwards. Right. Find whatever yeah. robot. Well, and they were going to start pack. selling toys, so he yeah. needed to murder fewer people. Yeah. yeah. Less blood. <laughs> and they probably needed to win people back after the child bad guy in two. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so but, good. Uh, Starship Troopers 2, like, it's not a Starship Troopers movie. It didn't feel like a Starship me. Troopers movie at all, because they mm-hmm. don't really address anything. They don't talk about... None of the characters return, even though one of the actors returns. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, with all the bullshit gobbledygook they threw in to sort of confuse you into thinking it sounded legit, it would have been so easy for us to buy that character still being in the film. Yeah. Right, because the war has continued. Exactly. You could have bought it so easily. So there is, I, I take that back, one character technically returned. In a radio call. Yes. Mm. So, in one scene... Was that Fleet Lieutenant Klingon? Carmen... Carmen... San Diego? Ibenez? I can't remember how to say Uh, it. Yeah, it's it's escaping me now that you've said it, because it's Carmen, and then... Yeah, uh, it's I-B-A-N-E-Z or something. Ibenez. Yeah. Is it Ibenez? I thought you were going to say IBS. (laughs) No. (laughs) She... We don't hear her voice. She is not pictured in any way. Uh, probably couldn't afford her, um, but that's the only character that returns. Uh, yeah, they they mentioned in the facts that the person who gen- the general was actually talking to was that character from the movie. So they didn't yeah. even, even address it in the movie. That's the only so lazy that and the bugs and are the, the yeah, only thing the, that the movies have in common. The arachnids only because we don't even see the brain bugs. Yeah, uh, which. So the control bugs, and we're about to wrap it up. The control bugs uh, are interesting that they control the people like puppets. When in the first movie, there's another bug that controls the people like puppets, and it's a giant brain uh, ball sack with a butthole uh, <laughs> with, with a, a giant wiener that comes out of yeah, it. Yeah, spiky wiener that kills you. Guys, settle down. You're making Calm down, you're making me horny. You need need to watch the movie. (laughs) I'm gonna now. And then please, I need your thoughts. Oh, by the way, also, uh, the other kicker on this one was, um, you know how uh, when you guys were over, I put the movie on my flash drive? Yeah. Uh, It didn't work, so I had to rent this shit last night. Oh, no. (laughs) It's all good. I mean, it was like $4. I don't give a shit. But it was funny because I was like, all right, here we go. And then I popped my zip drive in and I was like, where the fuck is it? (laughs) I kept scrolling. 
Couldn't what, find it. What it was, was, was I did something wrong because I was copied it dra- over. Yeah, I was like trying to drag it over. Didn't just copy and over. Either it just didn't finish, or I don't know. But either way, I like went to watch it last night. And was like, well, here we go, ready. It's uh, the day before, so gotta watch it now. <laughs> God, I could have brought it to you. Yeah, no, it was like it was seriously like eight o'clock last night. So okay. I, yeah, I was like, eh, fuck it. It's four dollars. Who cares? I just got paid. <laughs> I, I got Starship Troopers too money. I got, I got yeah. four dollars to spend. God, I th- I think I might have enough money to make Starship Troopers too. Actually, now yeah, for sure, for sure. I just got paid today. I think I could make Starship Troopers three. Uh, so, do you have any uh, like final final thoughts about the movie other than it's not good? Uh I mean, man, honestly, like this is one of the ones that was so bad that it doesn't even fall into the so bad it's good yeah because like i said like tremors five it made me laugh legitimately at some of the dumb shit yeah and so it was at least i had fun watching that movie Mm -hmm. this was a chore Mm -hmm. this one i had to like it i had to force myself to finish it. this movie had uh, zero peeing scenes yeah yeah Tremors 5 had several too many uh this movie has absolutely zero humor yeah there's nothing likable about anybody there's nothing there's no humor there's no well their tone of voices are always the same it's because they're bad actors every single one of them has no ability to portray any sort of Emotion. I take that back. I do. We think cast all sociopaths. One character tried to tried to do a joke and didn't land it, and Is it that was Otter? again. Hurry up, Spud. This. <laughs> we need fresh meat for the grind. Although I did laugh a lot when uh, when Chubby Guy was singing as he was uh, euthanizing his friend. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. B- big dumb guy. Yeah, yeah. Otter. going be okay. Every every they are, that's another trope in movies too. Is like. They've, there's always one chubby guy that they give a shitty nickname to that's the comic relief of the film. Yeah. Because they fucking poke fun at him the whole time. And, like, you know, speaking of down Periscope, uh, perfect example, there's a scene in that movie that makes me so fucking angry. And it's just the scene where they're trying their very first, like, dive, right? And they're, you know, it's like a war game and they're trying yeah. to hide from the other people. And so everybody's got to be super duper quiet. Uh, and it may actually be, I don't remember, but anyway, it's super intense and everybody's supposed to be quiet. But of course, the fat guy who they make the chef in the movie, yep. you know, uh, just can't stop eating. Even in this moment, he just can't yeah. force himself to not eat. And so he's shoved so much food in his face that, uh oh, now fatty has to fart. Fatty makes a fart and they hear it and he blew it for everybody. Ha ha ha. I fucking hate that shit. Stop doing that. Yeah. Stop uh, doing that shit. Okay. Stop using us fatties as the joke. And yeah, it's not funny. We're people to you. Yeah. You fucking fart too, asshole. Everybody you skinny shithead. Yours smell worse because all you eat is fucking kale. <laughs> uh, okay. So fuck you. Mine might be loud and silly, but yours stink. <laughs> loud and silly. Uh, best two lines in Down Periscope are, uh, well, I think the Band-Aid was holding the fingernail on. Yep. Uh, and uh, Harlan Williams, I, I think I hear some lobsters duking it out. Uh, yep. Hilarious. Um, great film. Great film. Uh, <laughs> also predicted Kelsey Grammer's penis tattoo. Did it? 
Well, does he, he have a penis tattoo? Yes, he does. Of his Shut wife's, up. Of his wife's name. Yep. So he this doesn't, is true? Yeah, yep. so he doesn't cheat on her. Yep. That's gnarly, Kelsey. Yep. He's got he's hey, listen, got hey, real pro. Hey, he guess what, Kelsey Grammer's wife? Hey, guess what? That's not going to stop him from cheating on you. No, I don't I don't understand it. I don't understand the logic at all. There's a lot of people who are going to see that and not give a shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, yeah, pretending like there's not a person that would see that and be like, you, pretending that every person who would see that and go, you know what? I was going to fuck you, but now that I see the name on your penis, that obviously belongs to someone else. Your wedding ring wasn't a giveaway. The fact that you're a fucking celebrity and celebrity. it's noted that you are married. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't, are you going to read it in the storeroom of a bar where Kelsey Grammer is relapsing anyway? Yeah, exactly. Uh, but it's just him and Lauren Boebert's husband just flashing their dicks at the bowling alley. <laughs> uh, so I did thoroughly enjoy this movie in uh, that it was fucking weird. Um, and the whole time I thought we were watching the wrong thing. Uh-huh. Uh, but I loved I loved that trashy '90s sci-fi original stuff before it got too self-aware, yeah. and I think that's exactly what this was. I think somebody went to make something profound and ended up being Phil Tippett's directorial debut. That's I mean, a, yeah. I, the only statement that I, I can feel make, bad for Phil. Yeah, it's it's just a statement of fact. It's not positive or negative. <laughs> uh, I, I hope that the Starship Troopers fandom doesn't rip us apart. Um, and we we didn't even get to talk about the guns because in the first movie, the guns actually fired real bullets mm-hmm. and they showed the ammunition. And in this one, they were somehow They're laser lasers. guns. Lasers. Yeah, we so, have yeah, lasers so now. Like, and even the... Like the uh, would you like to know more? They could have explained so what they did in the first one. You're like so the advances that... of technology that they have now, like addressed really anything other than just, you know, a, hey, join the war. And then they're now on this planet that they we didn't know. Like, what? It's funny to me that everything was so, like, just insane and stupid that the laser guns, like, just didn't even phase me. I was like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, everything else is so nuts that you're like, you know what? I'm gonna forgive the laser guns because... Well, uh, giant bug zapper fans. Yeah, because fucking Invasion well. of the Body Snatchers. I did actually mention because it made me audibly angry that uh-huh. they were semi-auto. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, semi-auto well, laser guns? Them, but then Dax picked one up and they were like it and was now full it's auto. full auto if you think a laser can recharge that fast you're a fucking idiot <sighs> it's just fun <laughs> i think you should watch it i if you see that one don't judge it off the first they are not the same yeah um they are don't go in expecting a lot movies. but they are entirely different movies i would but say give it a try at least watch tremors five instead it's a better movie it, well sure or you can go listen to our episode of Podcast Perfection Season 1, Episode 5, about right. Movie 5. Yeah, featuring Michael Zampino uh-huh. as well. On OLA uh, Ministries. <laughs> watch this movie as a bridge to three. Yes. That's what I can say. That's n- so does three take a, an upstep? Does it, like, get better? I remember, so I I saw two one time in 2004. Okay. Uh Three, I've seen probably a dozen times, and I'm pretty sure Rico comes back, or I'm, uh, you know what, I did a lot of drugs. Rico Suave. Around then. Uh, yeah. But 
I remember f- three being on the Sci-Fi Channel a lot more, and I only had the first sixty channels. That's all I could afford in college, uh, as provided by my apartment complex. That doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> but I I remember it being better. Maybe it's not going to be. We're going to revisit it. It's been almost twenty years. Yep. So we'll so see. Join us for that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, we'll be back on it. Michael, I hope we can come back and do OLA soon. Do you have any plugs before we go? Uh, well, uh, as of now, uh, I can tell you that uh, I'm available April 6th, so you can Beautiful. see me at uh, Heirloom. Yeah, yep. Heirloom Rustic Ales for the Riff Show. Uh, that's our Legends edition. This one coming up is March 2nd, very soon. Saturday, March the 2nd. It's the new when is this, show. When is this dropping? Uh, probably like Monday. Okay. Uh, so like, uh, as soon as it gets uploaded, the twenty sixth. Okay, yeah. cool. So, uh, if you uh, if you're in the Tulsa area and you want to come see myself and my wife and my seven year old child, yeah. in a play together, uh, you can come see us at the historical Tulsa Spotlight Theater. Uh, we are doing a play called Madhouse by Todd Wallinger. Uh, it is uh, it is myself, my wife. And an entire cast of children. We are the only two adults in the play. We thought we made a mistake. Uh, we thought that we auditioned when we shouldn't have, and they just let us in because they felt bad for us, and they thought maybe we had mental problems. <laughs> um, but it turns out that, no, they did want a couple of adults for this cast, and uh, it's a blast, man. These kids are, some of these kids are absolutely dynamite. They're hilarious. Um, it's a real blast. So Tulsa spotlight theater.com. Uh, those dates are March 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 8th, 9th, and 10th. Uh, so the first two weekends of March, you can come see, uh, it's been a really good time. And I think I'd like to do more of that stuff after this. That's exciting. Yeah. 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 It's been really fun. Next time you go for an audition, you got to call me. I'm going to come along. I'm going to do it too. That sounds like a blast. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to try. There's another place we found that does like community, uh, musical theater. Uh, and I think I might go for that because I, 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 I miss musical theater. Let's go wow. out for the drunkard and Olio. Yeah. Let's do it. Tulsa's longest running. Well, the guy that's directing, uh, the guy mm-hmm. that's directing Madhouse is actually, uh, in the drunkard now. Oh, okay. Yeah. He just started. Oh, that's uh, incredible. This season. Oh, that's so much fun. Mm-hmm. Mr. Chuck. Shout out, Mr. Chuck. All right. Well, listeners, we thank you again for putting up with uh, our very sporadic release of this show. We're trying to do it once a month, uh, but we love you. We love watching terrible, weird movies. I'll take a second to defend you and say that this is a show that takes more prep than other podcasts. Uh, People that not only do the two hosts have to watch a movie and take notes on it, but they have to convince guests to watch and take notes on these bad movies. Um, and so, uh, yeah, if they don't come out every week, that's why it's, it's, it's hard to put this show together <laughs> it really and is. make it happen. So, uh, that's why it's so good though. I appreciate it. Oh, one, one more thing before we go. Uh, I do want our listeners to email us. Uh, do we, we have a podcasting and perfection email, right? Yes. Nice. Uh, is it podcasting to perfection at gmail.com? Mm, it should be well you look it up up. quick uh but i want you to email us uh and tell us what series you want us to do next um right now we're we're um caught in between uh fast and the furious Mm. which is like 15 goddamn movies Mm -hmm. uh or 
Highlander. Or Highlander, because that's been so far the highest recommended, but I personally kind of want to do the Fast and the Furious, because I know I am so self-aware of how bad just they are. uh, Rocky would be a fun one. Rocky would be fun. Yeah. That's definitely on the list. Yeah. It's a good franchise. So it is podcastingtoperfection at gmail.com. Yep. All right. Hit us up. We love you. Have a great night. Uh, Go fuck. Bye. Go fuck someone else's wife. Not mine.